You're listening to the Gab Street Podcast, Columbus, Ohio's number one podcast for underground talent. Every week we have new conversations with interesting individuals who contribute to the Columbus economy and its lively culture. You may find just what you're looking for right in your backyard. Let's get right into it. Gab Street listeners, welcome back to another remote edition of the podcast. Um, this will be episode 96 today. We're going to get right into it. Today we have a guest named OG Vern. Say hello. Hello, everybody. OG Vern, uh, describe uh, the kind of music that you create. Um, I like to think of the type of music I make as like um, high energy weed raps to keep it as simple as possible. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like real chill. But it's also real, like hype at the same time. I would agree with that, uh, and I, like I actually checked out uh, Natural Selection pretty recently, and that, that's a very accurate description of it. I would say. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate you listening. Of course, and I also saw on Columbus Live's website uh, that you have some press on there as well uh, for Natural Selection. I got a couple yeah. questions for you from that, too. Part of that article describes how you told them that uh, when you record uh, in the studio, you record entirely in the dark, and I have to ask about that. What inspires that? Um, I think it's just like a, it's a security almost. Like nobody can see my expression. Even though I record by myself most of the time, it's just like a, a subconscious thing. So like, a, it's like a, my best self. I got like little lights now, so it's not completely dark, but I do like it to be really dimmed, or less. So it makes you just focus on the craft rather than oh, you know, yeah. what you look like doing it or anything like that. Oh yeah, it just it it puts me in a certain type of mode. I, it's like you know so. Cool. Like I just—it's—it's it's just a—it's a—it's a vibe thing. I don't know. You know, it, it, in so many words, it's—it's it's a real. I'm trying to make the answer way more complex. It's real simple. It's just like it just sets the tone for me while yeah. I'm recording. Um, what parts of your what parts of you as a person do you express the most through your music? Um, I would say I express like. Like, I would, it would, it's like me as a whole. Like it would, it would be it depends mostly because like when I make music, it all depends on my mood. So most days it'll be like more emotional me, or it'd be time where I just had a good time with my friends the weekend before or something like that. So it'd be a more like you know, more turned up, more type stuff like that. So it just it all depends on the mood that I'm in before I go in the studio, honestly. I just uh, decide that she'll get out of me. Cool. Well, one thing I noticed, um, I was listening to the song Feedback off of uh, Natural Selection, and I heard at the end you had sampled um, somebody telling, uh, or uh, a WWE wrestler telling another wrestler that they know how to uh, kiss Vince McMahon's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that, was, that was Jack. He was crazy. I love that. Is is that something that you were into, or were into? Yeah, I I love wrestling. Like 
I don't keep up with it much today, but like as a kid, I was me and my sister was crazy about wrestling. So like ever since I kind of started rapping, I always had some type of wrestling theme somewhere somehow. So it was real big for me to um, pass this project on to Jack for him to you know basically he mastered it and stuff like that. So it was big for me to pass it on to him and he decided to add those wrestling skits because like that wasn't thing that was um planned or anything like that that was just something that he decided to do because he also has a mutual liking for wrestling and stuff like that so it's just crazy because everybody like that a lot of people that i talk to and they bring up natural selection they'll bring up feedback they'll bring up the wrestling skits and it's just like it really wasn't just a planned thing. It's just like two people really messing with wrestling and it just fit. Cool. Yeah, I like when stuff like that comes out naturally just because of the yeah. shared interest like that. Um, I, and I'm, I'm curious, uh, do you listen to uh, West Side Gun at all? Yes. Yes, you do? <laughs> it, yes. My dad got me hit to West Side Gun, the whole like Griselda camp. And when I seen them doing it, I was like, nah, that's, that's, you know, that's pretty fly. So it was pretty cool to do. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, off of uh, Supreme Blindtel, they have a song literally called Sabu. So um, I was just wondering if uh, that was an influence on your music at all. I've always loved hearing w- WWE clips and music just because it's so, it's so over the top all the time. And I, yeah. feel, I feel like rap and and world and wwe have something in common where both of them are to some extent about fronting um but not in a harmful way if that makes sense kayfabe you know yeah all a a, a, a whole scenario type thing i don't agree i don't agree i like when i heard like west side gun doing the, the wrestling stuff it made me way more comfortable like for me to do wrestling stuff, honestly, like, as you know, I had a, a mixtape called um, OG316. It was basically just, I'm a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. It was basically just based on that, like, whole skull theme and everything. So when I heard them come out and my dad showed me them, they, you know, had the whole uh, Hall and Nash thing going on. I'm like, okay, it made me a, a lot more comfortable to know that. There's people out there who um, into the same stuff that I am. There's people who are in who like that stuff, like to hear the music. I think it's pretty cool. Like you said, rap and wrestling like to go hand to hand almost. Cool. So you you've been you've been in the game for a minute now. Um, the first time I saw you perform um, was back I think, and we we talked about this briefly. Uh, I think it was 2016 at Double Happiness. Yep, sounds about right. I think uh, you were performing, and Joey H was also performing. That's what I remember. Um, but I wanted to ask, uh, what were the beginnings of your interest in making music, and how long have you been doing it? Um, so the beginning of it all, I was like, um, I was I'm gonna say it's my senior year in high school, and I always had a knack for rapping just because. Um, my parents, they rap, they did music. My dad his hand in a lot of music stuff. So it was always something I was around, I was interested in. So 
was just like, um, you know, second nature almost, like a hobby that I did. I would just write stuff or, or make beats, stuff like that. So, um, I really didn't do music up until my senior year, though, and my uh, friend Valley taking music a lot more serious than I was, and he asked me to rap with him. Valley Tublin? And basically, yeah, yeah, we went cool, to high school together all four years. Very nice. And so he just came up to me and wanted me to rap, but I'm like, I'll do it, you know, but I don't want nobody to know it's me. That's why I told him. I didn't want nobody to know that I was rapping because I just, you know, I, I didn't want to necessarily do it. People mm. heard it and people liked it, and I had already had like stuff wrote. Like I said, I just used to write just whatever. And so I decided to just, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out. And I came out with like the first project because I was bored. And people like that too. So that's when I kind of like picked up on it. I took it a little bit more serious. That was probably like 2014. It wasn't until like 2016 when like, you know, I was doing shows and um, just making a name for myself around the city and stuff like that. And from there, you know, I kind of like got my feet wet pretty fast. So there, I just kept it going like we're here now. So it's been about a good four or five years taking it seriously, but music has been like something that's been around all my life. Dope. And in those four and five, four to five years or even before, um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome as an artist? Um, say when I first wanted to start rapping, I was like 12 didn't know what to rap about. I want, and that's why I didn't take it serious. I'm like, I don't got nothing to rap about. Like, I, I was like, one time I was writing a rap. My mom, my sister, like, I swear you can ask them. Like, I, like, bursted out in tears because I couldn't rap about nothing. I kind of, like, shelved that. Um, another thing was I always had, like, you know, bad equipment, terrible laptops. I, I would try to record music, and then, like, they crash stuff like that happens and then you know just a lot of like personal like mental stuff that like you have to overcome you know like a lot of people like they jump in and they think that you know there's going to be some type of instant success or jump in and you compare you know what you got going on to what the other person doing music got going on and like that's something that I had to overcome as well just know to just you know I'm in my own lane and I can I'll go as fast and as slow as I want. So it was a big realization for me when I like, like had that realization and it made me start having fun with music again instead of feeling like that I had to do it because people knew who I was. Okay. I, I feel like a, that would help a lot of people if they also came to that realization. Um, yeah, for sure. So you feel like you've kind of relinquished the pressure of competition yeah definitely okay that's cool like, but and it's fun you know it's like competition is fun it's good to have competition it's good to you know know that you know there's somebody that can have and will keep up with you and will do more stuff than you or do the same thing that you did but like you say like once you figure out that you're in your own lane and like you realize you can just go as fast as slow as you want and whatever you're doing then you're just doing you and it's just and, and, and when you're doing you 
usually stuff stuff this stuff happened to people that just doing them. So that's just that's what I did. Cool. Now we've talked about musical competition, but who do you look who do you look up to as a musician or even as a person? Um I'm a really, really big fan of um currency. Just his whole thing being um you know, he was on no limit. He was on Young Money. Then decided to do his own his own thing and, and independent and seeing where he at and seeing what he can do like that's real inspirational for me. Um, my dad is a real real huge inspiration for me because he let me know, you know like, you know, don't never stop doing this because like my dad is just turned forty nine today. That's his birthday. And he still, you know, he still does music because you know for the love of it so like that's a big inspiration for me as well and then I would just have to say like you know my friends everybody who who's around me is doing something you know that's and even the people who not doing anything you know you gotta be doing something to inspire somebody but like everybody around me inspire me every day to just know that I have a, a talent a gift whatever people want to call it that people like and that I should keep going with it so you know inspiring that's just, just three things three people off the top of my head that's awesome uh, happy birthday to him first of all <laughs> um, <laughs> who are some of the people around you um, are you talking like other musicians in the city um, other musicians yeah you know Yogi Split um, much respect yes much respect that's that's my guy like he's helped me out so much so like he really inspires me because he's Independent, open his own studio, you know, does his thing. That's inspiring to me. And got Hakeem, like you see, like he's all over the place. That's really inspiring to me as well. I can go anywhere in the city, see a painting, a mural, anything that, you know, he did. So that's inspiring for me as well. And it's just like when people who aren't doing anything, that people that just get up and work their regular job. You know, like that's inspiring, you know, like people who just, you know, quote unquote reg- regular, they don't do art, they don't do anything, they just, you know, they're just here for you. They just, they hear the talk, they hear, they just be there. So, like, I'm inspired by those type of people too, you know, so it's a lot of love around me that I'm inspired by. So, that's all it is. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you have that. Uh, that healthy system of support when it comes to making your music. That's really cool. And I've actually talked in, uh, in previous episodes about the importance of uh, creators and fans uh, that don't really create their own thing to have a fan base for. There are plenty of people in the city that, you know, they, they go hard when they represent people that they enjoy. Um, so it's, it's good to hear that perspective from someone else too. Um, uh, what does your ideal career look like? Um, just being able to just, you know, be able to support my family and the people around me, you know, and not have to worry about it. Being able to, you know, do it, anything and everything I can to do for my daughter stuff like that just being comfortable i don't have a necessary goal to be super famous millionaire superstar rapper or anything like that i just have a goal to just be able to be comfortable be able to 
big while doing something that I would really love to do, you know. So, you know, being a crazy big superstar rapper would be pretty cool, you know. That would be tight. But also being able to go outside and still go to a restaurant and eat with my family still be tight too. So, like, it's a win-win situation. But, like, if I if somebody had to ask me today, you know, you take the big deal to be a superstar or would you take the you know the deal to you know just be comfortable i'm going probably take the one to be comfortable you know like at this you know point of the, of the game yeah i, I totally respect that because to me at least it seems like that world of fame uh and just intense like being well known in public and such uh can be actually an undue burden on you rather than uh something that's really cool right got you got you all paranoid all the time and stuff like that so like you know who who want to who want to live like that i don't want to have to walk around with fucking or, i'm sorry i don't know if I can uh i don't want to have to walk oh, you around can, you can curse a, all you want that's fine <laughs> thank you or the security team you know looking like the navy or nothing like that like that's I, like that's that's not comfortable you know like that's you no. Know, that's cool that people that that's people get that big and they do that and stuff like that. But I, like you said, that just like it could be more of a burden. It is. It's something that's like just being comfortable. And it seems like in that position, there are a lot of people who want what you got and you know are willing to do a lot for it. So that that's another right. thing where it's like, is it worth really worth having all of that? just so people can be on like breathing down your neck all the time you know exactly so the next thing i gotta ask you about um i noticed on spotify under the release of natural selection that it was released under uh au music i'm assuming that's referring to gold no that's um audio unit um oh the audio unit yeah so like me and, and him and we have We've had a partnership for a good, good side of like two years, I want to say now. And oh. so. Yeah, how's it been working with him? It's been pretty cool. You know, he um, helps me a lot with stuff like from the get go, from when we first interacted with each other. That was in probably like 2017. Like, he already showed, like, uh, showed me a a lot of love so like him coming to me and you know basically you know want to form a partnership with me you know it was really something I was okay I was like you know opposed to doing so it's it's been a pretty cool time like you know from the beats like amazing producer you know like I said like he masters my music like like I um send it to Yogi he mixes it Yogi will then send it on to Jack and he matches it. So like I feel like I got like nice team of two of the top notch engineers that's messing with my music. So it's been a really good really good thing working with him, honestly. Yeah, those are definitely really good people to have around when it comes to production. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I really respect both their crafts and what they do. And like it'll be something it could be something where you know, they're like, okay, hey, we want to, you know, fix this or take this out and the father skip and it'll be something that we come to an easy agreement on. It's so easy to work with them. So, uh, Hell yeah. a nice, 
Sweet. During COVID, have you performed any shows like with the socially distanced venues and such? I have not. I mean, the closest I got to doing something like that, I did um, 934 Fest this year. Okay. And, yeah. But it was live stream and the, it was basically like the people, like the production team and stuff like that who was there. So I went, it was definitely social distance, but it wasn't like really like the crowd form. So, I feel that. that was, yeah. So that, that was. I only. I probably can count on one hand how many shows I did this year. So, and that's that was pretty rough for me. That got me in my feelings a little bit all year long. I can imagine. Yeah, with being unable to do that, or at least not feeling comfortable enough to do that. How do you feel uh, about shows that like Joseph Keith and Sam Rothstein are throwing during the pandemic? Um, I respect it. I mean, you know, if people are willing to perform and you're willing to put the show on and, you know, take the risk, you know, and people are coming out and paying and want to see it, that's what people want to see. That's what the people are requesting. Then give the people what they want, you know, like, me personally, I'm not doing a show in the pandemic. I'm not putting nothing together. So, at the same time, you know, something that I really do, um, I really do like to see that people are still trying to strive, even though this has a real big hit in our uh, industry specifically. So, you know, I, you know, it's it's a, it's a respect and definitely. I feel that cool. Yeah, I I feel like at this point it's. For for people like I mentioned, like Sam Rothstein and Joseph Keith, it's at this point it's more of a necessity than anything. Um, right, you know, to stay afloat. Like Sam, I know for a fact, like that was like throwing shows is like part of that, that's his livelihood. So like I know it's had a whole big different thing for him. So you know, if, if this is somebody's you know livelihood, then I mean, hey. Kind of can't be upset if they not making money. They get back to how they know how to make money back. Gotcha. What do you personally get out of making music? Um, me, I just it started out as me really expressing myself. Like, you know, I wasn't really good with talking, you know, so like I can get, I can rap and, you know, put the words together and make it sound pretty cool. So, but now I just like, I just like to do it because I know I can do it. And I I know that, you know, there's people up there, there's people around me that's going to enjoy it. And that gives me enough satisfaction keep recording music that gives me enough satisfaction to keep you know trying to get myself out there to keep trying to you know just keep making a name for myself keep making my brand bigger so so it's all just in and I <laughs> that's a good question I've never had that question asked before oh really yeah thank you um, 
how can people find you? Uh, how can my audience find you and support your music? Um, everywhere, OG Vern, OG V E R N, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all streaming services, YouTube, where um, get back starting vlogs and doing stuff like that. Let people see what be going on when we're not on shows and we're not, you know, just doing stuff like that. And um, no. I'm I'm not really on too much other stuff. But yeah, you know, all streaming sites is pretty pretty much all there. Type in OG Burn no matter what my you know, name is, it'll be there. Sweet. Do you have any last minute shout outs to make before we wrap up? Um but like I can't say it's enough. I wanna like Keep shouting out to, you know, like I said, the people around me who inspire me. Um, everybody else who's out there, pandemic or not, still doing what they have to do. Everybody who's not letting them, not letting this, you know, deter them or deter what they're doing. So big shout out to them. Big shout out to all the frontline workers out there, you know, who's being around this before anybody. And... You know, another big shout out to the Columbus crew. Yes. <laughs> MLS champions 2020. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's all I got. Cool. Happy birthday to my dad. Yes. Yeah. Happy birthday to your dad. That's great. Um, I, I basically have all the same shout outs. So cool. That works. Uh, oh, see, same page here. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you for being on the show. That was awesome. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. I've been wanting to come on for so long. I I remember we made the date in the summertime, and I've been anticipating it since then. I promise you I have. I have been, too. I've been really looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, so I'm thank really excited. You. Yeah. Um, this will be out next week. So, well, it'll be out today for the listeners, obviously, but... Um, we will catch all of you next Wednesday morning, just like every week at 6 a.m. And uh, just as a reminder, we announced the last episode, but I'll go ahead and say it again. Um, upcoming, episode 100 is going to be a best of uh, Gab Street montage, so be looking out for that. And uh, thank Emerson as well for editing the show now. And we will catch all of you soon. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you to the Gap Free audience. Thank you to the Gap Free team, you know? <laughs>